This is an episode from Twig's Stressless series for getting through wildfires and other natural disasters. You can find all the episodes at liberationispossible.org backslash stressless. This is a stressless option with Twig. You know, I think there's probably a need for us to talk about mm, stoic or tough people. You know, people who feel that uh, that they're doing just fine, that this hasn't phased them, that they don't need any assistance, they don't need any help, they don't need any downtime, they don't need to take a break from work. Um, at the same time, this conversation is around their spouses and their partners and their colleagues and their friends and their therapists and and folks who are concerned about them, and and there's a there's a certain dynamic that can happen between these two different groups that um, often gets played out with with a particular kind of language. And, and I'm just going to call this up so that we have a place to work off of, not because it's um, not because it should be embarrassing for anybody, although somebody out there is going to be like, oh no, that's me. So one pattern that's in here is that some people don't do much with emotions. You know, they they don't feel that they they need to express their emotions much or that emotional content or focus is a, a terrible concern for them or even that it's easy for them to access or desirous for them to access their emotions. Other people tend to not be the tough side of folks on the sense of like, oh, they, you know, he's a tough one. Uh, other folks are are really keen on their emotions. They 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 process their their experiences very readily through their emotions. They consider the emotional channel of their experience to be one of the great relieving opportunities of their of their process when it comes to feeling stress and challenge. And they kind of might not understand folks who don't put a lot of emphasis on their emotions. These these two can can butt heads. I've I've been on both sides of this, and and of course it's it's just legion stories of of couples that kind of get into this one emotional couple or one emotional partner in the couple and one you know kind of non emotional folk, and and the point that I'm going to try to make here is that emotion is simply one channel through which people experience themselves. And it is actually only one channel through which the stress response mobilizes and materializes and either does its action or does its deaction or its deactivation. It's an integral part of the stress response, and it is not at all the only part of the stress response. Other parts, physical, physicalness, right? Like the actual physical movement that happens in the body as far as tension in the arms and the legs, the neck, the rate, the pace of the heart and the lungs, um, the, the relative tonus in the gut, like what, what I mean by that is like the relative tension or movement of the belly. These, this is another channel through which people experience themselves. Um, another one is, is people's thoughts. People experience themselves through their thoughts, through their meaning states about the world. Um, some people who who don't ever really do much with their emotions have incredibly rich thought processes about how the world works and about their role in it and their place in it. Other people experience themselves very deeply through their their sense of imagery, through their imagination, through 
their sense of when they close their eyes, all of the images that they can see. These different channels of our experience through our images, through our thoughts, through our sensations, our physicality, through our emotions. Uh, another, another channel that people might add in here is their faith, their, their access to some kind of higher power or otherness that's, that's out there to be observed and experienced for themselves. People have different channels through which they experience themselves. Some people focus more on one or the other or some combination of them. Having access to emotions and being able or being willing or being kind of fluent in processing our experiencing through our emotions is one acknowledged, very helpful channel. All of the other channels, though, are just as valuable and for some people more appropriate than others. So if you have a tough person in your life and your impression is that this tough person needs a whole lot more support and a whole lot less effort, and if you also go about talking with them by the impression that they should be experiencing their emotions so as to process some of the related stress that's going on in their lives, you might be barking up the wrong tree. You might get further if you're concerned that they take a rest, that they have a little bit more space, that they maybe try and do a little bit less for others or for themselves or for the homestead or whatnot. If you're concerned about them doing too much or having too much stress, and you're trying to talk to it in terms of their emotions, you might choose instead to talk about it in terms of their physical comfort, that maybe rather than having to work so hard, they might give their back 10 minutes rest. They might give their shoulders a little you know, maybe we do the lighter work today so that they can have another opportunity to let down some of the stress response without it being the challenge of feeling their emotions, which frankly, some people don't see that as a challenge, but they see that as an unnecessary thing for them to do. At this time, it probably is an unnecessary thing for them to do. It's probably more important for them to get relief in the experience that they are already having than in the experience that somebody else thinks that they should have. So if you have a tough person in your life and they're processing a lot through the meaning state of all of this, you might give them the opportunity or offer the opportunity to help them both get some of the satisfaction out of having so much to say about the situation, but then also suggesting that now that they've gotten so much of that figured out, they might go ahead and take a rest from figuring out just so much more, having a little break from it, going and doing something else they enjoy, going and doing something else that they find valuable. If you find that they have a lot of imagery about it, you might help them kind of get some of the satisfaction out of describing some of the images, out of seeing some of those things, and then getting a little rest from having to pay so much attention out of so much of the imagery. At the same time, folks who are on the tough side and less interested in their emotions, you should know 
that there are, in fact, people who really do get a lot of value out of experiencing their emotions. And while that is true, some of the emotional folks should also be aware that it can be pretty easy to get kind of stuck in our emotions where we are constantly processing our emotions. And that can be just about as unrelieving for the stress response as chronically being tense physically or constantly, constantly seeing upsetting images or overly, overly reiterating thoughts about the situation. In other words, Any of these different channels can both be beneficial for helping us kind of process some of our experience, and any of these can get overwrought or overdone and become the repetitive experience of the stress response. Neither of those things will be benefited by people kind of, you know, pulling and pushing their loved ones into channels and experiences that they're really just not interested in, particularly right now. So if you're hanging out with, you know, a tough one, you might tell them to, you know, that they're doing a great job and maybe they also want to go have an extra five-minute break. You might give them the opportunity to tell you some of the interesting insight that they figured out from this situation, and then give them the opportunity to say, well, now that we got that, I sure would like some time to think about that. Maybe we can just kind of let that rest and go hang out and do something else for a little while. On the other hand, if you're on the emotional side or you know somebody who's on the emotional side and maybe you're not on the emotional side, you might give them the credit that it is valuable to them and while you might not enjoy or be the person that you kind of wants to be there to support that person, we could at least respect that there are other people who are available for that. And processing through emotion, processing through sensation, processing through thought, processing through image, these are all classic, well-appreciated ways that humans experience themselves and help to kind of integrate their experiences of the stress response. I'd highly recommend that when you're with a toughie or you're a toughie and you're with somebody who's not, you just respect that the other person has their own way of going about things and we're all still trying to say we're on each other's side rather than you really should do it my way. That probably just going to bring more stress. So as a stress-less option, let's give lots of room for people to be themselves. At the same time, let's make it really clear that probably everybody needs to do a little bit less of everything that they're doing, except when they're in immediate danger.